Welcome to Franchise Marketing Radio, brought to you by SEO Samba, comprehensive high-performing marketing solutions for mature and emerging franchise brands. To supercharge your franchise marketing, go to seosamba.com. That's S-E-O-S-A-M-B-A dot com. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Franchise Marketing Radio, and this is going to be a good one. Today I have with me Rick Porter, and he is with Cinch IT. Welcome, Rick. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, before we get too far into things, tell us a little bit about Cinch IT. How are you serving, folks? So we're a technology franchise. We actually help businesses become more productive, profitable, and secure through better technology. So we provide everything from help desk support to on-site technicians to local businesses. So now how many markets are you in? Uh, So right now uh, we just launched, we're an emerging franchisor. So we just launched in July of 2019. We're in seven different territories, mostly in the New England Northeast area. Now give me the backstory. How did this get started? Oh, goodness. So we got started quite a while ago in 2004. Um, Technology was becoming more and more important every single day in the late um, 90s and early 2000s for businesses. And and businesses were adopting new technology, but weren't quite sure how to implement it, how to maintain it. Um, And so we actually just happen to be computer nerds. And we say that in the most loving way possible around here. (laughs) And uh, so we started helping out. Uh, you know, one small business uh, happened to be in the healthcare field and we went in there and they just said, we don't know what we have or how it works. And we went in there and really just simplified it for them, um, helped them to uh, understand what they had and how to use it best and how to use it properly. Uh, and, they, and we basically made it a cinch for them, hence where the name came from. And immediately, like all IT companies, we were uh, we were officially an IT company overnight because we got paid by one customer. <laughs> and we just slowly grew over the years, brought on some really, really great people that help us grow our business and, uh, um, you know, grew to uh, about 34 states with customers in about 34 states all across the U.S. And we were just growing and growing and growing, made Inc. 5000 list. And we just sat back and we said, hey, how are we going to continue to better serve our clients now that they're spread out all across the country? And we looked at lots of uh, different business models to be able to do that. And I fell in love with franchising, fell in love with franchising as a model. I fell in love love with the franchise community, love the fact that we get to have driven entrepreneurs all over the country running their own technology companies that are able to better service clients. So now I can, I could, uh, here in, in Massachusetts, one of my franchisees might book a client that has a satellite office in Texas. And one of the Texas franchisees can send one of their onsite techs to go out and help that client if they need it. So we really, it's, it's an amazing model to be able to, um, build a network all over the country. So now when you were growing and you were kind of in a bunch of different markets, whether you were, when you were based in Massachusetts, how were you executing that work in those different markets? Did you have boots on the ground there or was this all done remotely? So we've tried everything over the years. Um, the fact is with technology nowadays, about 95% of, you know, anything that a business needs from a technology standpoint can done, be done remotely. So it's not often that we need boots in the ground in these areas, but we looked at uh, satellite offices in different areas. So we ourselves have had multiple offices in multiple areas. 
Um, we've even sub- found subcontractors in the past um, for local boots on the ground when needed. And there's nothing that beats the community and the network that you build when you're all under the same name and the same brand and the same standards with the same vision and culture. Um, that's what I really love about franchising. So now the people in the different markets that run Cinch IT in their local market, are they primarily salespeople or problem solvers for the, uh, and the relationship builders for those individual companies? And then a lot of the heavy lifting when it comes in terms of the technology is happening from corporate. How does that work? You got it. I should, I needed you to help me set this thing up from the beginning. Cause you got it already. <laughs> That's exactly right. We, uh, our ideal franchise candidate is actually a sales professional, preferably one that has B2B sales experience. And, they, and they've, they've built those relationships with other business owners and entrepreneurs in their areas because like we said, we can handle about 95% of the work. One of the beauties of our model is we operate our, at our headquarters, we operate a help desk that services the entire country. So you as a salesperson can go out in your local market, bring on new clients, and our help desk actually handles 95% on average, about 95% of that work for you. Now you do have to handle the other 5% of the boots on the ground work that needs to get done. So we are, we're looking for that franchise owner to be a driven sales professional and they will hire um, usually about one technician to definitely to get started uh, and then add on as they grow their business. But it's a, it's a phenomenal business to be able to scale very quickly with, with minimal uh, amount of uh, bodies that they actually have to physically hire and manage. So now is the thing they're selling in the local market, is that them fixing a problem like maybe a company was hacked or maybe they had some, you know, their computers stopped working or is it like an ongoing kind of subscription thing where they're just kind of their IT team for this uh, company? For our franchisees, it's monthly reoccurring revenue. It's what it's the dream. It's what everybody wants, right? Um, Oftentimes it could start like that, right? It could start with a business that did um, suffer a breach or a hack or something like that. That might how that might be how we first engage with the client, but we definitely develop relationships with our clients. It's a monthly reoccurring service model because most of the work that you have to do in the IT space nowadays is proactive. It's things that need to be managed on a daily basis. Um, so we have that that's exactly what they're that's exactly what they're selling in their market is IT support and consultation, but uh, on an ongoing basis, they have a list of not only, you know, unlimited help desk and on-site support, but all the proactive stuff like we're going to monitor their systems, we're going to give them antivirus, we're going to give them compliance software, we're going to be there as a consultant for them, We meet with, they're going to meet with their clients and talk about what does their future look like, what's their roadmap for success in the future look like, and how does technology play a part in that, and we get to guide them along the way. So it's uh, reoccurring revenue for the franchisees, which they love. We say it all the time. It's the most, in my opinion, it's one of the most synergistic plans that we can have with customers. The franchisee wants monthly reoccurring revenue that they can budget, plan for, hire for, and the customer also wants a fixed monthly price that they can plan for, budget for. Um, so it's a real synergistic relationship. Now, um, for the franchisee in the local market, since they don't have to be the super techie person because they're going to probably hire from that and they have to be more the salesperson. Is this a person, the the um, candidate, is this a person that is about to retire or they kind of, is this a, a second act for them? Like, like what's the profile of, a, of an ideal franchise candidate? 
Uh, for us, it's usually younger, believe it or not, it's usually younger, motivated, um, and driven professionals. They, so historically for us with our existing franchisees, they might come from um, commercial insurance or from payroll, for example. If you've worked at Paychex or ADP as an example, you're, you're used to selling payroll services to businesses, you know, a lot of business owners and things like that. Um, but you're in the point where now you want to be in control of your own future and your own success. And you want to control your schedule. Uh, they no longer want to be an employee. They now they want to be an entrepreneur. They're a great candidate. They're driven. They're motivated to go out there, work hard, build relationships and, and really start to build their business. That's, that's the ideal candidate. And that's typically who we see younger. I don't necessarily know why younger other than technology. Um, young, younger people like seem like, uh, they're they're up on the latest and greatest in techno- technology, and they see it and appreciate it a lot more. So I think we attract the younger crowd um, more often than not. But the work they're doing is um, technology, but it isn't like kind of social media marketing. It's not any of the kind of the apps or any of the stuff. Build me an app. You're doing kind of the 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 guts of the computer kind of work, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. My computer is not working today. Um, my, you know, what antivirus is, is going to best protect my network? Um, what firewall will best p- protect my business? And then that consulting piece comes in. Not only what firewall, but h- how should I set up that firewall? You know, should I block all my employees from going to Facebook um, or job searches? Right. So it's guiding them on how to use that technology best. So the the can you know our candidates are really entrepreneurs. You know, they, like you said, they don't necessarily need to know the technology piece, though we have a a phenomenal training program that's going to get them um, up to speed and get them well-educated, but it's more, it's how do I use that technology to make my business better? How do you talk to a CEO or a CFO about how they can use their existing technology or new technology to make them more efficient, more productive, make them more money? So now are there certain niches that you serve that you're the the right fit uh, in terms of service? Like, are there uh, kind of low hanging fruit? So in any given market, they know, okay, we hit these three uh, kind of groups first to let them know, look, we do a lot of this kind of work. Uh, We got your back. Yeah, absolutely. So we don't limit it to just them, but it's usually the industries that are heavily reliant on um, compliance. They're heavily regulated industries like healthcare, for example, highly regulated industries. So their technology and their compliance softwares need to be um, great, right? So healthcare, manufacturing, um, insurance, financial services, things like that. And then like healthcare, you're saying that could be a doctor's practice, right? Like it doesn't have to be. It could be a, like yeah, a, exactly. It could be a doctor's practice. It could be home healthcare agencies. We work with a lot of home healthcare agencies, um, nursing homes, rehabilitation centers. Now, what about the uh, size? Is, it, is there a certain sweet spot where like these people are big enough that they're going to have enough problems that they can afford you and they can, um, you know, you're going to have enough services that'll meet all their needs? our services are, are pretty affordable. Um, so just about any business that values it will be able to establish relationship with us. Um, our sweet spot, our average client size is about 25 users. Our sweet spots in that 10 to a hundred. Um, but we have clients that have, you know, 600 employees or more. Uh, and we also have some that have two, 
and they just see the value in the service. So it's wide range. It's able to, our service offerings able to scale with the client based on their size. Now, the when a Cinch IT franchisee goes to a uh, market, is this something that you're selling to them by um, a territory of certain size? Like, what are you going by number of businesses in that in that space or zip code? Like, how do you kind of create the different territories? Yeah, yeah absolutely. You've done this once or twice before because these questions segue perfectly. <laughs> um, our actual client size is how we built that territory. So uh, we, we 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 do sell territories. Those territories are actually comprised of contiguous zip codes that have businesses of 10 or more employees. So we actually pull that census data and break it up. And we want to make sure they have at least 3,500 businesses that have 10 or more employees uh, in their in their territory. And then um, the people that you have out there in the wild right now, are you looking for people that just want one territory or you want kind of empire builders that are saying, hey, we're going to take over my whole market? You know, in all honesty, it, it doesn't, it, at this point in this stage, it really doesn't matter. We're not the franchise that's looking to sell a hundred franchises in a year. Um, we're a different service model. We're about the quality control. We're about, you know, we're more interested in, in providing phenomenal service to our customers all across the country. So we're, we, I'll be very honest with you. If I, somebody said, I want to buy a hundred tomorrow, I'd say, no, thank you. <laughs> so um, we have both right now to the short answer to your question. We do have single owner operators with one territory and we also have um, multi-unit agreements out there as well. So we are open to conversations with, with candidates for either of the model, um, but we're looking for quality, not quantity. Now, the folks that you're attracting, I would imagine uh, that this is their fran- first franchise. They're not people that have like six other complimentary franchises and they're adding one more to the mix. This is their first time they've ever gone down this path. Is that accurate? Yeah, with our existing franchisees, that's exactly accurate. We've had, we are in conversations with um, other models that see this as um, a really nice add-on service. To, so that maybe they're already in the professional services market. They're already in the B2B market. So they, they have similar customers. And, and so we've started those conversations. But so far, all our existing candidates, our, our existing franchisees, pardon me, are all first-time franchise owners. So now what challenges does that have when you're kind of educating them on the how to be a franchisee portion of this? Because that might be new to a lot of folks. Yeah, it absolutely is. Uh, We brought in some really, really great um, individuals um, that run our training program. Uh, So we have both a sales and a technical training program. It's a 12 week uh, training program, two of which is on site physically here with us at our headquarters and the rest is done remotely, but they're phenomenal. They built an amazing program that really sets the right expectations. And it gets into a lot of those coaching pieces that first time franchise owners really need to be aware of. What are the expectations for me? What are the ex, what should I be expecting, you know, from the headquarters? Um, And then we work with them uh, again, because we're emerging franchise and we're looking for quality over quantity. We work with them hand in hand, almost every single day um, in their market. So, uh, so far it's been a really, really great relationship with them. Um, and I think for us, it's all about setting the expectations of what, what they, what they need to be focused on, um, and what we're here to help them with. So now what's the biggest need for you guys right now in your growth, uh, just kind of making more people aware of this offering or, um, you know, more sales for each of your franchisees. What, if you had a magic wand, what would you, uh, 
want more of? If I could, if I could give myself anything, what would it be? <laughs> um, sure. Certainly, you know, letting more people know uh, about our concept is, is, uh, is always uh, a focus for us as a new, new emerging franchisor. Um, there's, there's a lot of, uh, I love the franchise space in general, the people that I've met and, and the people that uh, we work with on a regular basis are really phenomenal and everybody's there to help each other. But the more we can get the, the name and the concept out there and the more people learn about us and learn what we do and how we do it, um, that would definitely be uh, the first thing that I would want that magic wand to do is to let the world know that we're here. The second part is is all about the franchisees. I want them to be extremely successful. I think there's nothing that's going to sell the concept better than proven results. So we spend even more time with our existing franchisees, just making sure they are successful as possible, as fast as possible. Now, part of the second thing, part of that, though, is um, because you already had success in getting clients around the country uh, just by doing what you were doing before you were franchised. Is that still in place where you're where you're getting kind of uh, work opportunities coming into your firm that you're able to kind of dish out to your different franchisees? Yeah, absolutely. In the Northeast, we have a phenomenal reputation um, prior to franchising. So we still have leads that are coming in um, regularly that we now, all we do is we're looking up the zip codes and passing all those along to the franchisees and, you know, doing this since 2004, that happens to be a really long time for an IT company. Um, We've had tremendous success on the marketing side of things. So our marketing team is very, very good at what they do. Um, so they're able to also bring in some existing leads. Um, and then our sales coach, our director of franchise development, they're, they're there with the franchisees. They're working on proven sales metrics. You know, what you need to do to be successful in this industry, what message you need to portray uh, in this industry as well. Good stuff. Well, if somebody wants to learn more, have more substantive conversation with you or somebody on your team, what's the website? It's cinchfranchise.com, C-I-N-C-H, franchise.com. And then if you're a consumer out there interested in uh, some IT help, cinchit.com will get you to the consumer website. You you got it, cinchit.com. You can click on that locations page, choose your closest franchise, and they'll absolutely love to have a conversation with you and see if they can help your business. Good stuff. Well, Rick, thank you so much for sharing your story today. Thanks for having me on. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on Franchise Marketing Radio. 